Hello. Well, today's podcast is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to be recording with my sister, Britt, and we're going to be telling some stories about um, adventures that we have taken and our most recent adventure and how we thought we might get arrested and how all of that plays out. And then a little later in the episode, Delaney's going to join us and tell us some of his adventure stories. Um, I guess today we're really just going to get at the heart of what adventure means and like, you know, sometimes that sense of like recklessness and the overwhelming theme seems to be, I don't know how we lived, but we're glad that we did. And, you know, like always, we kind of delve into exploring the ideas of like what what is left behind when a place is abandoned or what makes a place have significance to us or like carry a spiritual or emotional weight and um, becomes a thing that we attach to because it happens in a lot of different ways and it's kind of cool. And then next week, I think we're going to talk about some supernatural experiences that we can't explain. And like always, I would love to hear from you guys. So if anyone has a supernatural story that they want to pop on the podcast and share with us next week, I would love to hear from you. Please just shoot me a message. And uh, yeah, as always, I'm Melissa Marsh and this is Rough Draft. Hello. Hello. It's a success. Woohoo. Um, so for anybody who's been listening to this, your voice is a different voice this time. It sure is. <laughs> um, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell everyone who you are. Who I am. I am. I am your sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's not much to know. <laughs> I'm a wife of almost 11 years and a mom of three girls. That's true. That's true. Okay. I'm enjoying this time because I never get it to myself. Right? So you get to actually like sneak away for a little while. and uh, Yeah. <laughs> we'll re- relive some of the adventures of our youth and not so youthful we are still youthful so it still counts I agree um so um I talked about it in the intro a little bit about what we're going to talk about but um just to give everyone kind of an idea of the kind of crazy things that we used to get into Mm -hmm. do you want to tell us a little story maybe about something that you and Michelle used to do to kind of set like the stage for the kind of chaos that we got into last week oh yes okay so my best friend in high school and I um this was way back when so you know we didn't have smartphones we didn't even have phones yeah (laughs) oh that was like back when I had like a pager yeah, I didn't even have a pager, which thankfully nothing bad ever happened to us. Yeah, but <laughs> when you started driving, did you have a cell phone when you first started driving? Because I don't think no, I did. It I wasn't did until not. like later, right? Yeah, I did not have one until um, my car got towed on 4th of July in Ocean City. And I was like trying to bum quarters from whoever and use a pay phone. Nobody was answering their phone. And then I was like, I think it's time that I have a phone because this is a tragedy. 
Um, yeah, so Michelle and I used to, for fun, we used to drive around back roads and all this stuff. And when we would find what we assumed was an abandoned house or an abandoned <laughs> place, um, we would stop and we would go in and explore. And we had this one house we would always go to, which I don't think is standing anymore, which is sad. And we used to have to climb in through the window. <laughs> and um explore yeah and it was a lot of fun and that was what we used to do for fun and it was just um now that I think about it it probably wasn't the best idea because one of the times we had gone in we had started to see like beer bottles and stuff like under other indication that other people had been there and were partying and may not be the or best. lived there. <laughs> yeah, and it may not have been the best crowd, but we used to go into the attic and then over the like we would go over a time frame of years. Um <laughs> so to give a little context, like I don't think that this podcast has like a very far reach right now, but if it ever winds up um you know, being listened to by people who don't like know us completely, it might be important to point out that like when we were in high school, even now there's not like a whole lot to do. Like (laughs) we live on the Eastern shore, like of Maryland and Delaware. So there's not like a whole lot to do outside of like the beach scene, which if you're from here, you don't really take part in that much because you have to work a lot to survive here and then in the winter it's and there's literally nothing to do and so when (laughs) I was before I graduated high school was when they first built actually it might have been right after I graduated when they first built the first Wawa yeah (laughs) and like other than that before that there was only like 7-Eleven and Dashin and it wasn't like a place to get good food or anything like that and so people were hanging out at like the Wawa parking lot when I was in high school because there was like nowhere else to go there were no like communal spaces like there's nothing to do like we didn't even have Starbucks like Starbucks no we didn't have Starbucks we didn't have Rise Up we didn't have Chick-fil-a we didn't even have a Walmart until like high school well we had a Walmart but it was in Salisbury Oh, that's right. I guess that's right. (laughs) Yeah. Like we didn't have any, we couldn't just go walk around Walmart. We did, you and I both used to do this with Nikki. We used to go to Food Lion at like 10 PM and like buy cookie dough and roll around on the floor like crazy. Like we were spies. Like, you know, our, our area is kind of known for like drugs and such. Um, and alcoholism, I think a lot of that is because people get really bored and they don't know what else to do. We should maybe say when we graduated, because a lot of things have like changed. Okay. So I graduated okay. in 05 and you 03. Yeah. Yes. And Delaney graduated in 2004. He actually will probably be calling in in a little bit to tell some of his adventure stories too. Awesome. But so that we're all around the same age. Um, and so, yeah, you know, that was. 17 years ago that I graduated so things I know (laughs) I know things are definitely different but even now there's not like a ton to do which probably um is being highlighted by quarantine because even some of the things that maybe we could do now we can't do right so they um, feel similar to how we like the kids nowadays except they like have their friends and stuff but like, TikTok. yeah, what do they do? Yeah, we did not have TikTok. <laughs> we did not have Facebook. No, no. <laughs> like, didn't exist. Um, kind of like piggybacking off of 
the story that you told. So when I was dating Chris, so like right after high school, we went with a couple of our friends to another old abandoned house in West Ocean City that is also oh. not there anymore. Yeah. And we like went into it after it being like this mystery of like our entire childhood. And we went inside, we looked around, they found a vulture in the closet and then we also found like evidence of either a squatter or something so we decided to leave but like while we were leaving um there was like a noise behind us and both of the boys like darted out (laughs) and it was me and another girl like the other guy's girlfriend and we like I was the last one out I have to be fair to Chris like for the majority of like the three years that we dated he was very nice to me and a very good boyfriend to me but um this I'll never (laughs) ever ever forget this he literally was willing to sacrifice me to whatever horror movie shit was about to happen (laughs) because he like darted in front of me and like pushed me out of the way yeah it's amazing what someone will turn into in those environments Michelle and I like (laughs) we always had each other's backs we were in it together but like you throw a dude in there they're they're running like that's been my yeah they're running like okay (laughs) like yeah so I just want to throw that out there. Like, you know, that definitely wasn't the metric for our entire relationship, but I will never forget. (laughs) It's made an impression, a long lasting impression. Oh my gosh. Well, um, I was going to ask you, like, do you feel like it's different now that we're older or have kids? Like, I feel like I talked about this last week, actually with Delaney a little bit, like, a sense of like impulsivity and recklessness. Like I'm kind of notorious for that. And my anxiety kind of keeps it in check because I have both. So like, I tend to want to be very impulsive, but also I have anxiety. So I don't always let myself, but I know like Angela and I used to get into stuff that like later I was like, man, that could have, that could have maybe (laughs) gone poorly. Um, Um, (laughs) Do you feel like it's better? And I think if I had asked you this like two weeks ago, we, we both would have like, yeah, I think we've kind of grown out of that a little bit. But (laughs) I also think that it depends on like who I'm with, because if I'm with you or like Michelle, like there's just always a sense of adventure. Like if we didn't have the kids, if Michelle and I were to do something, we didn't have the kids, it would be totally different. But like we've always been game for stuff like that. And it's just kind of in our DNA. Yep. Sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe like I shouldn't have, but we've been very lucky in our experiences and we (laughs) have not been arrested or come in contact with other human beings in situations like that which is beyond wonderful because we probably should have um but no I always there's always that part of me where I'm like I'm not that old and like I just want to adventure and it's just still in me I'm like what the heck why not like (laughs) (laughs) right um I feel like the same so I feel also lucky to never have gotten like not even just arrested but like even just a citation for like trespassing so since quarantine we've been going on more photo adventures Tyler Bella and I and Bella is such a good kid like she's such a rule follower that it makes her nervous (laughs) like there was a property that we were like taking pictures of an abandoned house and there was a no trespassing sign on the property 
And she was, like, really nervous because I was standing on, like, the edge of the street (laughs) in the grass. And she was like, just don't. Just stand in the street. And I said, well, you know, here's a thing to learn, like, for your benefit that in most places, at least here, like, there's this part of the road that belongs to the county or the state. And then there's a ditch. And then there's the property. So, like, I'm not across that ditch. I'm not on that property. I'm taking a picture of this house. And nobody can arrest me or you know punish me you gotta know anyway, the rules. So don't worry like and i tried to tell her that um but i think that probably we scared the crap out of them last week that's you know sometimes you have to but i think they yeah. also realized their moms are still cool right well i i have never felt so sure that i was about to get arrested <laughs> or get a ticket for something so i think we should probably tell this story okay so it started when so you guys have been going on a lot of photo adventures and then right uh tyler will show like pictures and then i came over to your house to hang out with the kids and I saw that sign that you guys had found at the church that's on your right. front porch, which is so right. cool. And I was like, where's that from? And you guys were telling me that it was from this church that had been abandoned. And then how many weeks ago did it collapse? Part of it collapsed. So I'm pretty sure only about two or three weeks ago because we, um, where we live, like, we drive, instead of driving toward Ocean City or toward Berlin, like, we'll drive toward, like, Nanticoke, Tiascan, um, like, just back roads because it's less populated. We're trying to avoid people. And also there are a couple little, like, beaches on the river. So sometimes I take Simon there. And we have driven past, like, it's kind of a hike, but we've driven past this church for a long time. And it was no more than a month and a half ago that Tyler said to me, I hope that we have pictures of that church or we need to stop and take pictures of that church because it looks like it's going to fall down. Mm -hmm. And then within two weeks or three weeks from there, the next time we drove by, the entire front had fallen off. So it fell down in a weird way. Like the front fell forward because the building is leaning to the side. So he and I had stopped with Bella and had taken a few pictures, um, which maybe I'll link. Yeah, like you should to this yeah. episode so people can see like what we're talking about. But when we first looked in, we noticed like, um, like the walls, the structure walls were like tilted to the side, and then the pews on one side were still standing entirely. Like it looks still like a functional church, um, aside from the fact that it was like falling down. And then you could still see the altar standing, like the pulpit, and there's also a piano up front, like still standing completely intact. But it was like structurally, it didn't look safe. So we didn't go in. Like we just took pictures from the outside. We let B- Bella take a few pictures. Um, But the church itself has been abandoned for as long as I've lived in Salisbury, which is approximately eight years now, like, which is so crazy, also crazy to me, like, but I know for a fact that it's been empty for about at least as long as that. But I think we found out that it may have been, who knows? Yeah, long time. So, yeah, so that was that it's recent. So then we showed you those (laughs) pictures that day and I was like okay we gotta go I was like did you go in it and they're like no I said you didn't go in it they're like no I said well then like you have to go in it I said are there any no trespassing signs no not that we saw I was like well then it's fair game like right you know I'm not gonna get arrested per se if I'm caught here but I've always been intrigued by places like that, abandoned places, and, like, what is left behind. Um, that just 
it just really gets me. And I'm so intrigued by when people leave, like some of the stuff that is left. I've never moved out of a place and left belongings ever in my life. I didn't realize that was a thing that people do, but they do. I don't think that, I don't think that I have either, honestly. And like, with the exception of when I moved out of my last apartment, because it was like condemned and a lot of our things had been damaged and I wasn't going to pay to move like damaged things that weren't like safe to keep or like they weren't fixable. So, but other than that, like, I don't think I have either, but it's interesting that you say that because, you know, a lot of like, my writing focuses on that and a lot of like my research focuses on that like I'm super interested and that's where this podcast really comes from is like really going deeper into like what is left behind and if you talk about it in the sense of like a person leaving a place and what's left in that place like it's pieces of like someone's entire life yeah. like things that they use for their day-to-day and things that were sentimental to them and I originally had been like thinking about it writing about it about like what's left behind in a person mm-hmm. like when you lose someone or when you know you have a moment where like everything about you changes from there like what what do you become after that so it's kind of interesting that we both kind of think about it the same way and it does lead us both to being interested in like abandoned buildings like I'm fascinated I ultimately like my goal for this podcast or like the blog or anything I write is would be to like travel and document some of these places before they're gone forever yes I love the articles that like I've seen online like abandoned malls or um just places like that I'm like why did this get left behind or like when I want to know the story behind it because I look at this stuff and I'm like, wow, like it may just seem like nothing to someone else. And I'm like, I, I guess, I don't know. I, we didn't have a ton growing up, but I've been attached to my things. I'm like, if I'm going somewhere, like my stuff is coming with me and it's just like crazy. So when we saw the church and we knew it, there were no trespassing signs, I was like, and Tyler and you had said, like, the piano's still there. You found this beautiful sign that had been um, ripped or tattered or it was hang- hanging on the wall. And it says, what does it say? God saves? It says God loves, loves, which is the only part that we could see. And the rest of it is, like, ripped off. Yeah. I was like, there's stuff in so- there. And it's like, a- so we loaded the kids up after lunch and... Tyler came with us and we're like, we, let's just go check it out. Let's just drive there. So we drive down and it's like, it is a weird setup because there's like a trailer attached to it. And we weren't sure if it was a house or if they were using it for like part of the church. So (laughs) we weren't sure, but but we wanted to find out. So we like get the kids in the car and we're like okay I knew I was getting out we made Tyler stay in the car he um he didn't really mind he not that he's not for adventure because he really is but he's much more squeamish so he is not from like I would never have said like I'm country in any (laughs) way I'm because I don't feel like that but like I walk around barefoot a lot I'm not afraid of snakes unless they're dangerous like I've already dealt with two snakes in our yard this year. Like he is very, he's from New York. Yeah. He's from Long yeah. Island there. It's not, it's not, um, 
it's not like here. They didn't hang <laughs> out driving like around kind of, back roads. <laughs> and he like he loves to do that. Like he loves to drive around with me. But when it comes to like, he doesn't like to be scared in general. <laughs> so like anything that could it's be very scared, like, true. It's a bug, a snake, a person, a ghost. Like it doesn't matter. Like where the scare is coming from, that like spike of adrenaline, which I think we kind of like a lot he does not (laughs) like that does not make him feel alive like he hates it he hates it so he was like no I'm good I'll stay here (laughs) so Melissa and I get out and I was like okay so let's like where do you think we can get in and you're a little hesitant I'm like no we're let's let's go like yeah you like go for it you're like I'm gonna try to open this door and I was like oh my god like I would have walked in through the big hole in the middle of the church if I didn't think it was gonna fall on my head I probably would have done it if my kid wasn't in the car to be honest with you but she's a little afraid of things and she cried a little bit because she was scared I'm like it's fine like this is fine so we, like, walk around to the back, and there's three doors, and I'm trying to get into one. Melissa's standing at the end of the, uh, like, side of, I guess there's technically two trailers. It's very weird setup. It's very weird, very weird But you setup. can tell that no one has, like, even walked past, walked around the building in a long, long time. So we're, like, walking back there in our just regular, like, summer spring shoes, like, flats, nothing, no boots, nothing. I'm like, we're either going to see a snake or get poison ivy, which, thank God, we didn't. Oh, I was convinced that we were going to. I was like, oh, So no. I'm, like, trying to open this door. Melissa's like, it's not going to open. It's not going to open. I was like, well, it's going to open. But it didn't. So then we decided to go back to the front where I guess this was like the main church office and um, the door was there weren't any stairs leading up to it. So like we couldn't get into it, but I was able to open the door and you saw a whole bunch of what dead bees in the windows. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, so typically so the other time when we went we took pictures also and I noticed like in the wood like the exposed wood you could see like wasps or hornets had built like nests in there it looked like but in the actual window it had like the storm window and then the regular like window there it was just like full of bees like hundreds of bees but we did not see one live bug which no I appreciated so I like pop the door open and we look in it's like an office like there's um, chairs in there there was um, an an electric organ in there yep bibles. bibles this beautiful picture like an old picture of praying hands that was just like beautiful and you could tell had been there forever and just like I'm like what papers still on the desk and things on the wall like this it just seems like somebody was just there like everything is still nothing's in boxes nothing's packed like it doesn't look like someone just got up and left but that's pretty much what happened and I was like okay we got to keep going because this is just I'm like what's in the other part and I can't climb up here because I probably will injure myself because I am older now and we actually <laughs> well, were and, very exposed to the road at that spot. Yeah, we were. We were. And, like, also, when we had looked, like, when you had gone in between the two buildings, you could see in one of the windows that there was, like, a ton of, like, laundry yeah, containers. Yeah. Which is interesting for the later part of the story, I think. <laughs> yeah. But, um, 
so I didn't know also if that was like because it's a like that trailer in the back is like a house. It looks like, like a house, house yeah. Like a regular tra- like a trailer that someone so, could have still been living in. From the yeah, outside, it appeared. Yeah, you couldn't really tell except the stairs were overgrown. Yes, when we went that way. So like next time, I would probably park in a different spot because I kind of just pulled right up a van. Right in the, you know, road. But there's always things you can say if someone pulls over. Um, I had to pee. Uh, I thought I was going to vomit. Like, who, you know, there's just things. It's on yeah. the back roads. You got to always think about what you're going to say, which is advice that, like, now we've given <laughs> to Tyler. So. Yeah. <laughs> so he will be prepared when the next thing happens. Oh, my. So then we're like, okay, let's go around. I was like, let's just check it. So we went around to the side, which is like the side and the back. It's strange. And the stairs were overgrown. And I was like, the door was open a little bit, but they, it was a little stuck. We were able to get that open. I was like, okay, it's open. The stairs are still mainly intact. So I climbed on in and began exploring and like once you get a little taste of it it's like oh what that's what, what else i was just there? gonna say so like i was just just gonna say you know like there's like phases of like this process so at first you're like hesitant one because even though logically like the odds of a person being the thing that you run into are like so small. This building is falling down. There are no cars. There are there's no noise either. It's not like yeah. you're in a city where you can't tell where the noise is coming. There's no noise. It's silent. So there's that, and you're like nervous. You're going really slow. So then you like get inside, and like it it's, sucks you in. Yeah, and you're like first you're like really quiet. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, you're sneaking around. And then you start to, like, relax. Um, And (laughs) I don't know. It just – it happens in phases. And then you start to relax. And then you start, like, getting into it. And you start, like, touching things and looking around and, like, you know, looking in crevices. And we wound up going, like, in – like, as far into the building as we could. And then we wound up finding, like, I guess where from this office or whatever the minister could have come out to the pulpit from inside rather than coming up through the front of the church. So we were able to see like the stuff we were seeing from outside, from the inside, which was very cool. It could have been um, where they had a little sound booth too. Like not big. Cause it was almost like a closet. Um, we couldn't get into the main because it was just the, <laughs> it had, the wall had collapsed into it. But. Oh, hi, Delaney. Hi. Oh, hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. <laughs> That's kind of weird. You, well, I guess Melissa knew you were there. I, I heard it. You, yeah, I can hear it, and oh. I get a notification. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are telling a story of the adventure that we took okay. this past week. So to catch you up super quick, we were driving. Um, it's I had told you before, like, the old church that had fallen down. Mm-hmm. I showed her pictures of it, and so we decided to go. Cool. So um, we're talking about how we went from kind of, like, sneaking around the outside to deciding to go in. <laughs> and? And? And we, went in, and we went in. So that's where we are. So 
uh, we went in. <laughs> Melissa's a little more on the hesitant side, and I'm like, I'm already in the building. I'm like, you're either coming or you're not, but give me my phone because I'm going to take pictures. <laughs> so we go in, and, like, the first thing I see is, like, this tiny little bathroom, like, whatever. I'm like, you can still go to the bathroom here. Like, what is this? People can still live here. It's just so cool. And we see, right. like, there's this old record player, and we found records. <laughs> Oh, and there was a big cross, like right when you walk in the door. Yes. Oh God! And a, and a picture, <laughs> and a picture of Jesus. Yes, like a painting yes. with with a light under it, like that you know, like used to be turned on and just illuminate the face of Christ, like on the wall of this church. Right, like you do. <laughs> it and you like turn into what we weren't sure we at first we weren't sure if it was like a house where like maybe the pastor lived or a meeting hall, but once we got in. I guess it was some sort of meeting hall, but we had seen from the other part of the building that we explored that there were these empty laundry detergent containers, like probably like 15 of them on the yeah. floor, really? on the counter. Which is That's super, strange. Okay, so the other thing is, too, that I was thinking it could have been like the rectory, like where the minister actually lived, depending on like when this happened. Like there wasn't furniture left, but there was a little kitchenette. Mm hmm. But very, very small. But yeah, there like were no 15... walls, though. It was all open. Yeah, which I mean, it was like one big room and then like the entrance to the sanctuary of the church. Yeah. And a bathroom. But fascinating. There was not <laughs> a spot for a washer or dryer for no. all of these empty laundry detergent, like big bottles of extra that had been there forever. Like they're all faded. And it was very interesting. I was like, what are they doing? What did they do with this laundry detergent? Melissa said maybe they drank it. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say I mean... it's, a, <laughs> it's an actual possibility. It's it's a current topic, sure. <laughs> you know, I want to and I want to like remind anyone who is listening and also tell you Delaney like keep the laundry detergent in the back of your mind because it's not the only time that this makes an appearance in our adventure that day. So it's strange. <laughs> it's really it's weird. weird. <laughs> so we're in there, like, and Brittany goes all the way to the back of the trailer, which is not very big. And I'm looking around the corner, like, into the sanctuary where the walls are, like, tilted down. And she had taken pictures of, like, the records. There were some newspaper articles on the wall. We didn't read them. We just took pictures. And we were just looking around. And then all of right. a sudden, my blood just goes ice cold like ice cold Ooh, and this seems fun stomach <laughs> like sinks and i go oh no <laughs> and i can hear tyler so tyler's outside in the car with the kids <laughs> and right. i can hear him saying oh no we didn't see a sign or anything <laughs> and i said oh no like, we're about to get busted for being in here. There's no back way out of here. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> you can't peel and, out. <laughs> and I look at Brittany and I go, he's talking to someone. She didn't have her phone. So I, like, text Tyler. I said, make them leave. Because we can't get out. The only way out is the very exposed door that we came like in. Like, the front door. <laughs> and so I, like, look around. And it's a big white pickup truck. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. And he's just steady talking, steady talking. And so she goes, I wonder if we can get out this back door. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> it was stuck, <laughs> but it got unstuck real fast. So I like, yeah, you it kicked open. it open. 
We're literally and about to jump out. I was like, we're so going to have to. We're going to have to. We're going to have to jump. <laughs> and there was a toilet and, there as well on the ground. I was like, oh, well, we can just kind of do like, it. I said, wait, 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 wait. They're talking about the fire department. So Tyler used to be in the fire department when he lived in New York. And so he's talking. And I hear now that it's like a woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is happening? So then. It goes silent for a second, and then Brittany's phone goes off. Literally, we're about to jump. (laughs) And he goes, it's fine, period. She's coming in, period. And we're like, what? Trap. (laughs) We have no concept of who she is. They're talking about the fire department. Is it the fire marshal? Is it the person who owns the building who, like, we're trespassing? Is it... Who knows? (laughs) This lady, though, she came right the heck in. So she comes in. She, like... We were we were talking about like how when you first are going into like an abandoned building, you're like hesitant, you're nervous, and then you like start to relax. And like for us, the second we relax, boom, there's somebody there who were that now we're immediately panicked. No, she just walks right in. She goes, uh, "Anybody home? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, anybody home?" And we're like, we're like, "Hello." I guess we respond. Tyler already told her that we're in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said later he said later he was like worried that we were going to be like hiding and we were going to scare her to death so she comes in and she's older like she's at least 70 oh. and we're like hi and she's like do you know who owns this building and we were like no, <laughs> no. Was, me neither but I've been trying to find out for years there used to be a cross out front and I want to take it and I'm pretty sure and we were like a cross that we saw oh. when we walked in we're like it's right there <laughs> Yeah, we're like, it's right there. She goes, I just don't want to take, I don't want to get arrested for something that's stupid. I said, well, I already checked and there's no trust, there's no, no trespassing sign. So like this building is going to collapse in the next two weeks. Like it's all just going right. to be there. <laughs> I love how you just made up your own laws in there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I figured. There wasn't a sign that we didn't, didn't say we couldn't That's go right. in this building. So obviously we can go in this building. That's kind of how I operate. <laughs> Melissa and I were talking earlier. Um, in high school, my friend and I used to go into abandoned houses. And like, as long as there wasn't a sign, I'm like, it's yeah. fair game. Like, we're fine. It'll be fine. Which now, I guess I still kind of apply that same logic to my life. Surely no one owns this. No, I was like, it's falling apart. Like, lady, listen, it, they don't care. It fell down like two weeks ago. It's just going to keep falling. So, like, what are you going to do? This cross is just going to be buried here. Wouldn't you rather have it? She didn't take it. She didn't take it. <laughs> but who knows? Ooh. I know. <laughs> but her husband. So she's like looking around, and she like found this post-it note with someone's name and number on it. Who knows what it was oh, yeah, for? She was rifling through everything. She was like, I'm going to find she out. She said, do I'm you think this is it? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> but she took it to find to call, I guess. So hopefully she didn't, like, incriminate us also. Well, and I said to her, I was like, you know, if you wanted to, like, leave me your phone number, honestly, like, I could probably find the tax map information. I don't know if we can, con- like, if there's anyone alive who owns it, but, like, I have experience doing that. I used to work in real estate. Like, I, I could probably find that. It's public record. And she goes, oh, you know what? My husband used to be a fire marshal. He's retired. I bet he could find out. And I was like, oh, So then, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he can. <laughs> so we're rifling through some things, and she's right there, like, we found stuff like old baptism records from like 91, 92. Like that is probably the 
latest that we found was stuff from 92 yeah, the early 90s mm. yeah. and then her yeah. husband honks his horn and he's hollering she's like he's hollering i better go i'm like yeah because he's he's gonna tell on us like he used to be a fire marshal and he's telling her to get the heck out he probably called one of his friends i don't know he probably looked at the front of the building and was like i do not feel like <laughs> sacrificing resources of this town to pull these three <laughs> idiots out of this building when it collapses oh, well. yeah it's- I mean, that's just a risk you take when you enter the building. I knew what right. we were getting into. It was fine. You make sure you have your tetanus shots. <laughs> Next time we have start. to yeah, have the right kind of shoes, though, because we were just in, like, regular shoes. Yeah, we need, like, yeah. boots. So <laughs> then, you know, so we leave. You're like, we were barefoot. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> practically, <laughs> practically. Listen, we grew, we're, we grew up on the shore. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. We don't need so- shoes. We don't need shoes. We, <laughs> we left and we were like, yeah, like we're feeling it now. Like we're excited. The kids are crying. We have adrenaline. <laughs> okay. Bella keeps telling Amelia, it's okay. They're fine. My mom does this. My mom does this. Your mom does this. They've been doing this for a long time. They're fine. They're still alive. It's okay. There's no signs. They're not going to get arrested. It's okay. And Amelia's like, I don't want anything to happen to my mommy. <laughs> Like she's five, you know she's nervous. So then we're like, let's keep driving. Let's keep driving. I love that so your daughter has <laughs> rationalized trespassing. Yeah, her mom it's has fine. Yeah, you know, she gets that from yeah, me. She's so. like, it's fine. My aunt said it's fine. She used to do this all the time. With it's her fine. So we <laughs> we leave, and so then Tyler and I are like, all right, well we'll we'll drive around some more instead of like you know invading any more properties like, no i was about to we'll invade you, any property i found we'll, we'll show you some more of the places that we've been like photographing on our adventures like that are vanishing basically because right. that's the big interest is like kind of preserving at least on film what is disappearing mm-hmm. and these you know abandoned places and so there was a car in the woods that Tyler had photographed, like the shell of a car that has been there for, it's got to be 30 years at least, right. at least maybe, maybe more, maybe 50 years, like rusted out, whatever. And he took some very cool pictures of it. So we drive by where it was. It's totally gone mm. in the shape of the car are just trees like vines. Mm. No, it's like, okay. To be honest, like it's been raining a lot and things are growing. Okay. So it probably overgrew, but like, you know, Sure. We're in the midst. We didn't spend yeah, a lot of time there. We're in the there. midst of the hunt, and you know. So we're like, okay, on to the next. So then we start driving, and there's a trailer that we had photographed. That like, I don't know how long this graffiti has been happening because it's only been in the last six months that I've noticed it. Oh, in some I was going to say that I... it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> that I um, that I am traveling, but there are there's somebody going around drawing hearts on a lot of these abandoned buildings with like hope you matter it's okay Mm. things like that that haven't always been there like in my travels in the last few years here so there's a trailer that somebody had spray painted and the spray paint actually looks a little bit old that it says it's okay but the other half of the trailer has recently been crushed by a tree Mm. so we thought that that was kind of ironic and we took pictures of it so we were (laughs) driving there to like show Brittany, and we wound up going down um a road like I I want to call it a block over, but is there aren't blocks like there are barely streets. Yeah, it's not a neighborhood. <laughs> it's the eastern yeah, shore. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah so, I I can guess yeah. about how far it is. 
we wind up on this other road and we were like, okay, I think it's that way. Oh, there it is. We turn left and we wind up in front of this black theater building like nothing I've ever seen in my life. And we look over, we're like, what what the fuck is that? Sadly, there were no no trespass there were no trespassing signs, so we could not get in it. Like very big, (laughs) very big no trespassing signs, clean new chains on the door. Um, like to keep people out. So we like obviously whenever we encounter something like that, like we do our very best to respect that. But But we did get out of the car. We did get out of the car. We did stand in the street. We did take pictures. Um, And it was like super spooky and eerie looking. And not even because it was empty, but just like the color, the structure in the middle of nowhere. And then right next to it was another church um, with no steeple. But the building next to it had a steeple. It was very strange. I'm going to attach pictures to all of this. And so we drove around the block. And, like, looked at the back of the church. And there were no trespassing signs on that, too. So, you know, we didn't go on the property. We took a couple of pictures. But I noticed in the stained glass, like, instead of, like, your typical stained glass artwork, like, Mm -hmm. flowers or shapes or a cross or Virgin Mary, anything like that, um, there were Mason symbols. Oh, okay. It might be, like, like, a Pentecostal church or something. Um. As someone who spent many a year, it's in some. We church, it's a. It said like Methodist or something on it. So, and then Tyler was telling me a lot of Masons are Methodist or have like roots in mm. like the Methodist yeah. religion. I don't know enough about that, but like it was very interesting to me. Um, and then there are a lot of like five pointed stars, which is throughout a lot of different religions. So that was kind of cool and interesting. But then right across the street... Which way were they pointing? (laughs) Correct. Um, Correct. So right across the street, we noticed on the second loop, like when we were kind of like looking at the property and like we we like to also take pictures of like whatever signage we can find so that we can do research like actually. And, you know, if we're going to document this, I like to write about it in in a fiction way, Mm -hmm. like incorporate it into my fiction, but also just like as part of our interest. So we loop around and we look over and there's a house. <laughs> like it just looks like an old Eastern shore house, three stories, like big house. But the sign on the front said, what was it? Lebanon society order of Bathsheba. And then, and I, interesting. I was like, I looked in uh, the, <laughs> I've never heard of that before. I looked in the window and I was like, you guys see that it was a pentagram huge spray painted on the wall like there was this staircase that was like kind of it was weird it was small but like right past the staircase was this huge red and black pentagram and like all the windows of this place were blown out from i don't know if it was storm or what but all the curtains will, were still there so like that's just creepy and cool on its own but they were like these old lace curtains and that's when we mm. saw the sign and we're like what the heck is this like lebanon thing and then it was weird and then when we saw the pentagram so it was even weirder <laughs> I haven't done any research on this yet, but I'm going to. But so then we like looked around and we didn't trespass on that property either. Um, of all of the like places that we've been, that one was probably the eeriest to me because it felt it felt different. I don't know, because maybe someone had trespassed previously and like put a big pentagram on the wall and was trying to be funny or trying to be whatever. But <laughs> like so then we you do. Around that, yeah. <laughs> 
So we go around the back of the building and Brittany gets out Mm -hmm. and looks in the backyard because there was like a little wagon and she said, what did you see on the ground? I like the cards, Pokemon cards, like laminated Pokemon cards. Like it was very weird. I walked up and there was like this tiny little hill and there's this little like kids. And like I told Melissa, I was like, that's an expensive wagon. Like, and it's just sitting there. And then there's these Pokemon cards on the ground, like in a pile. And then a few like leading back to the woods. And I was, the back door of this house was open and I was like trying to get up the nerve to go to the back door. (sighs) Yeah, this one felt weird. And this one was way more secluded. Like the odds of someone seeing us were pretty small, but I don't know. It just felt weird. So we didn't go. Mm -hmm. And then I saw by the road, there were these like plastic bubble things that said peace and joy. It was just very strange. And like, okay. I want to talk about that because I Googled it and I couldn't find it. But this is what it looks like. It looks yes. like a Tide Pod. Like a, it, Interesting. And so they were like, yeah. Bub- so, so again, so they were bubbly inside. Mm-hmm. Like it could have been water that was like, it had been raining. So if you put something in plastic, sealed plastic that has water in it, it's going to get condensation. It'll get foamy. That's fine. So then I'm like Googling it and I'm trying to figure out. So my, these are my thoughts with any religious background at all. Uh, communion. Except it's clear. It's not white wine, and it wouldn't be anyway. And it's definitely it not red wine. It didn't have an opening. Um, mm-hmm. No, it's like a Tide yes. Pod, like completely sealed. Holy water. So I Googled it. You can order holy water pods like this, but they're plain. They don't have writing on them. Also, the writing on them was not faded. No, it was Okay, so it's like brand new. Fresh. Yeah, new enough. So pretty fresh. So I thought that that was super weird. So then I immediately said to them again, I was like, yeah, if you don't think that there's <laughs> cults around here eating soap, like, I don't know <laughs> what else you could think. So it was very bizarre. Mm, interesting. Yeah. That one had a yeah. history that I'm not so sure if, like, I wanted to go in and explore. Um, that one gave me the creeps a little bit. And nobody was going to go with me. So I was like, I probably should not venture into this one by myself. I might. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's one that I'm definitely gonna um, try to do some research on like the history of that building and like what that society actually is like it's obviously some sort of like temple right whether it's like a Masonic temple I don't know what like the order of Lebanon is or whatever I've never really heard of that before Um, I also thought it was interesting for anything to be the order of Bathsheba because the the biblical story of Bathsheba is like not particularly great. No, <laughs> you know, like not at all. Who doesn't know? Like she's she's the beautiful woman who was like bathing on the roof. David saw her. He like lusted after her. He had her husband sent to the front lines of the war and killed. And then he like knocked her up. Mm-hmm. Didn't he knock her yeah. up before? So, well, no, like while her husband was fighting this war and being killed he knocked her out so this is very strange yeah so i thought that was kind of like a strange choice for anyone to like i don't know it's it's strange to me Mm -hmm. so that's something that we want to look into but that was our adventure for the week but then i figured we would also talk about um some past (laughs) adventures i know that you have some i have some and (laughs) I told you the theme. <laughs> yep. And I want you to pick 
one of the themes <laughs> and then I'll go to that story. <laughs> oh. Okay, we had drugs. Yep. Death. And what was the no, other? No, it was drugs, gr- guns, and graveyards. Oh, no, how do you pick just one? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> We're not we're yeah. three. Yeah. Let's let's start with drugs. All right, with drugs. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. Yeah. So this was a this is a, it's it's fitting because it's the fifth anniversary of my brother's uh passing. It was yeah. yesterday mm. or two days ago. And um, this involves him. (laughs) 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 And it was, it also involves um, me imbibing drugs. Oh, my. So, yes, it is. So, a long time ago, I decided to get married. But before that, there's this thing <laughs> called a bachelor party. Mm. And I didn't have one because they make me uncomfortable. <laughs> yep. Because I think for many reasons, I don't like them. <laughs> and, yep. And so my brother was like, no, no, no. We're going to do something. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and the day before, he... He texts me. He's like, all right, pack your bag for one night. I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he picks, he picks me up with two of my buddies. Who I've never, haven't seen in like two years. Cause one lives in New York and the other lives in Baltimore. And they just all, they all show up at my door and they, they're like, get in the car. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we drive to um we drive to the train station in wilmington mm-hmm. and we get on the train and we get on the train in new york so we're, we're going oh. to new york city for the night i'm like cool <laughs> <laughs> awesome so on the train like we're all having a good time they're giving they're giving me beers and things like that and i i start we we're drinking like really heavily but i'm like i don't feel that drunk i don't get it I, i'm drinking i had three dogfish 90 minutes like on the train to new york <laughs> just to start <laughs> to start the night i'm like i don't i i don't feel drunk it's weird i just feel kind of like limber but i'm not like <laughs> super hammered so we have dinner and all this stuff and i'm like Okay, this, I'm still good. Everything seems to be really going really well. Like we have this nice dinner, and then we go to um, Susan Sarandon's restaurant bar, the one with the ping pong tables. We went there; that was cool. Yeah, nice. it was it was awesome. And then, um, oh, we lost her. <laughs> oh no! Okay, she'll come back. So. After that, we go to another, and then we start going into the quote-unquote hipster bars, which is all like cocktail bars and, all, and the speakeasies, which is what like I really wanted to go to since we were in New York. And I wanted to see like a play, and they're like, "What? No, <laughs> there's ten of us. We're not going to a play. <laughs> it's ten like broy dude. Like it's my my 
when we get there, like my cousins are there. Um, my other buddies are there. Like it was ridiculous. And at some point during the night, we're like, okay, we're going one last bar. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then we go into this Irish bar. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. It's really cool. And they're like, all right, we're going next door too. I'm like, I thought this was the last bar. They're like, no, no, no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> they're like, do you have your ID? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, good. Uh, it's a strip club. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. And at this point, like everyone is on that level of inebriated where they're either drunk or coked up where they're just like, okay, this is awesome. And I do not partake in cocaine, nor have I ever. <laughs> right. So we get into the strip club and it's the normal strip club things. They're like, oh yeah, you're getting married. Like, and <laughs> they're like, my one cousin's buying like bottle service and all this stuff. I'm like, you are ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, this is a ridiculous situation because for me, I'm like, A, I don't want to be here. B, strip clubs make me uncomfortable <laughs> as it is. <laughs> and then, and then C, everyone's in that mode of like starting to interact with the, with like the strippers and and bouncers in a way where I'm just like someone's gonna get thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> so at that point when I have that revelation, I'm like, all right, let's slow down. And then two minutes later, my one cousin gets thrown out. <laughs> yep. Five minutes after that, the the manager is looking coming up to me. He's like. Uh, your other buddy got thrown out. I'm like, okay. And <laughs> I was like, what's he doing? He's like, he was just looking for his coat, but now he's outside yelling at the, at the, um, yelling at the bouncer. I'm like, yeah, that's part of course. <laughs> so like his internal <laughs> inside the strip club, he was like super like gentlemanly and like cool. But as soon as he got outside, he's like, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> and fuck you. Oh boy. <laughs> As per told of what I witnessed. <laughs> and then the last person to get kicked out was my brother. <laughs> and he, <laughs> the, the manager comes over to me and he's like, I'm about to kick out your brother. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and oh he's like, God. you might want to come around this corner. And as soon as I'm coming around the corner, there's another manager and two bouncers and my brother's in the middle oh and he's he's basically in the circle going, I'll fucking kill you. I'll fucking kill oh, you. No. And I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so they take him out. And then as soon as, as soon as he gets outside, he starts shaking hands. He's like, guys, that was oh great. Thank gosh. you. Thank you. Like, like complete opposite. He's 180s. <laughs> oh, Mike. I would expect Yeah. So at that point, we get back to the hotel at like 3.30 in the morning. And I'm like, I'm still not tired. I should be tired. And then I go to sleep and I wake up at 7.30 in the morning and no one else is awake. Of course not. <laughs> so I, I go downstairs and I find this like nice like breakfast cafe and, and I'm just sitting there reading the paper. <laughs> And then I go back upstairs and like some of my cousins who work in New York are late. 
Uh, <laughs> oh my. They're late for work. <laughs> uh, my one cousin had to work in Jersey, so he had to drive from the city to New Jersey <laughs> at like nine o'clock in the morning. Um, and then it turns out like I'm with my buddy Danny, and we're 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 like, oh, we have till two o'clock. Let's walk around the city, and we like go to a nice restaurant and check out a hotel or a, a museum and stuff. And then my brother and all of his friends go back to the strip club because they left their wallets there. <laughs> <laughs> and then it turns out they had oh, lunch yeah. there. <laughs> it, they just, they had like they had like a steak oh there at like at eleven thirty in the morning in a strip club. Yep. And I'm like. I'm like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. So we get on the tr- we get on the train, we're back home, and then like two days later, I'm like, I'm talking about the whole experience, and then I I was talking to my ex wife, and I was like, yeah, I really didn't feel drunk the whole time. It was weird. It, they just gave me, they started giving me beers on the train, and I was like, oh my God. And I immediately called my brother. I was like, did you drug me? He's like, yeah, we, we were slipping yep. Adderalls in your beer the oh entire my. day. I knew it. <laughs> I was like, God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Oh my gosh. Oh. So that's how I survived a bachelor party <laughs> and no one else did is that I was on Adderall the entire time and, and I didn't oh even know gosh. it. <laughs> oh man. Well, um, <laughs> quite the bachelor surprised. party. I'm just not. <laughs> I'm the most sober one. <laughs> Usually your bachelor party You're, should be yeah, the opposite. Right? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so funny. Like the more stories that we tell about like, I don't know, things we've done. It's like, how did we live? How, how did we, how did, how did we, we survive? How, how did we survive it? Um, I have another story about like being reckless. That is not as extreme as that, but like, I'm going to preface it by saying, like, my grandmother watched, Ugh. like, true crime TV. My oh, whole- That's no. what she would fall asleep <laughs> to. Oh, oh. It was awful. Like, there was... <laughs> that yeah. is a choice. <laughs> yeah. My God. There is not one, one ounce of me that remembers a time where I didn't know that murderers <laughs> were real. That's sad. Like, <laughs> And, like, it's really, I think, has been, like, formative <laughs> for me. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even knowing that, even knowing that, I was in Ocean City with one of my girlfriends. I was probably, I don't know, 19. And she's a couple years older than me. And we had, we both worked in Ocean City. And we had gotten off on, like, a weekday. And I might have even been, like, 17 or 18, honestly. Right. Um, she was driving us into Ocean City and we had gone a couple of times to like Jolly Rogers and she had friends who worked there, whatever, um, to like the 
arcade, not arcade, but like the carnival right. part of it, which I'd never ever been to. I'd only ever been to the water right. park. So like that had become a thing that we did like once a week, every other week or whatever. And so this one time in particular, I, for some reason had, I had driven or I don't remember exactly what happened, but anyway, we're at Jolly Rogers and we're at one of these like games, which are a total scam. Mm -hmm. Like you cannot win. And we know, and we know enough people and like, she knows everyone there. And this guy starts talking to us and he's working the game and it's late. And he's like, yeah, I have to find a way home to Berlin, this, that, and the other, whatever. And I was like, oh we God. can drive you. <laughs> um, this seems safe. Yeah. That's so very smart to do. We drive him home, and he's telling us, like, not he doesn't just work at Jolly Rogers, but, like, his entire lifestyle is literally <laughs> cardinals. So he, like, travels around the country. He's a cardinal. I mean, how like, old was this career. dude? And I don't know. Like forty, older than me, like a lot older, younger. Uh, he was either he he could have been yeah. like late twenties, okay. early thirties, mid thirties. I don't know. It's like that girl we saw the other day. We were like, she's yeah. either sixteen or twenty six. Like who knows? Um, not young like me. Like I was young and not not like old, creepy old. In between. Okay. Um, so yeah. So I'm driving and he's like, yeah, I live in Berlin. I was like, oh, cool. No problem. So, you know, we're together. I'm like, you know, there's two of us, one of him. Like, it's fine. It right. cares. Like, it's fine. Yeah. It's safe. Totally mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm driving home. He's like, okay, you're just going to go down here. You're going to turn this way. You're going to turn this way. And he's like navigating like the way that I would go to go home. So I'm like, okay, that's weird. So then we, we turn where I lived in Berlin was like not downtown, downtown. You had to go like kind of a specific way to get there. So he's like, Okay, you're going to go up here by Boomers. You're going to make a right. Go around the graveyard. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay. And I I think to myself, if he tells me, like, on this road, you're going to drive down this road for a really long time, I might have to tell him to call a cab because there's no streetlights or houses. Like, I live on this road, like, a quarter mile down. And if he lives further than that, it's a danger <laughs> zone. And, like, that, like, every moment spent, like, steeping my brain in true crime suddenly occurs to me. <laughs> yeah a lot of it we're already here like so um yeah we're already here and so then he goes okay i live right here on the left and so i look over and i'm like okay and i pull in and i drop him off and i pull out and my friend had left her car at my house and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna drive around the block she's like okay um, because he was staying literally right across the street from my house, like literally driveway to driveway right across the street. And I was like, I'm not telling him that I right. live here. Wait a second. Is that behind the gr- gate? Yep. They stored, um, yep. a carnival yep. or like, we okay. broke in, we broke in there too. No, no, no. Did I, w- maybe the barn, maybe the barn. No, there, we didn't break that. in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I they meant, the stored, bar. like, trimpers equipment and stuff like that in there. Like, the rides and stuff. So, no wonder a carny went there. Good job. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I want to next hear the graveyard story. But let me do the thing where we're at an hour. And so, okay. it doesn't kick us off. I'm going to, we're going to take a quick break. All right. And then we'll be back in a minute. Welcome back. Hello. Um, so I don't know. Do you remember, do you remember freaking 
there? The barn? I, I don't think I did as much as you did. That, that I feel like I only went in there once and I was like too scared to go very far. Weren't we looking for cats? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. That place was yeah. I've always very been true. looking for cats. Like, that place was really spooky. I didn't like it. It was. And the one time that I went in there was probably because I was trying to rescue a cat. It was like, like always. Yeah, I think it was. And there were like big, like strange ride pieces there, but they had faces. I don't know. It was just really gross. I didn't like it. <laughs> but I also liked, um, used to walk down those railroad tracks a lot. Yeah. And it wasn't until like being in professional photography and like being in forums online and stuff that I realized hello hi I'm back hello. Um, I was telling Brittany like in that same building where they used to store these like rides and like where this carney was like staying I guess he was you know was employed by Rogers and whatever mm-hmm. and that was their building that I used to walk down the railroad tracks there a lot and that it wasn't until like much later that I realized like how dangerous that is yeah because <laughs> the train actually still went down those train tracks all the time but that's not like the thing that made it like so <laughs> startling to me i was like yeah okay this operates sometimes but you'll obviously see or hear a train coming it turns out that that's not true no <laughs> that you can't really see or hear a train coming if they're not blowing their horn until they are very close Ay, ay, ay. So, there you know, educate your children because I didn't know that. This is why I'm teaching the girls young how to do things if they're going to do it. How to trespass, how to break the law, how to make your own rules. Do it correctly. How to to not get run over by a train. Yes. These are important life lessons. Important. People uh, die that way a lot. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They say you're, the sm- like, the smart one, but, like, come on. With the common sense thing, I worry about you a little bit. I love you. I have way more common sense now than I used to. Well, you needed it then, but you're well, alive. I didn't, you're alive. I didn't die, so That's we're right. okay. You're alive. Like I said, educate your children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, so... Graveyards. Tell us. Tell us about a graveyard. Graveyards. So, besides having affinity for graveyards, <laughs> like you do. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. I love graveyards. I know that people think they're creepy. I like them a lot. They're peaceful. They're, I think so, too. One of my friends um, has a daughter, Bella's age, and she lives right next door to a graveyard. And when Tyler and I like dropped Bella off there, she, he said, I couldn't live here. Like, this is so creepy to me. He does not like graveyards. And I was like, I love it. I would live here. I would happily live here. I would happily have a graveyard as my backyard. Mm-hmm. I just like it. I don't know. I don't <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It's peaceful. It is. And, Mostly. And, and it's <laughs> my, my joke about graveyards is that in. In high school, when you first take photography, like you go to a graveyard and you get <laughs> all your you get all your texture shots and like you learn about composition. <laughs> Either that, or you you find a fence and you shoot it in different ways. 
literally yeah. me at 13, 14, 15, 16 years old with my film camera. I'm going to take a picture of this fence. I'm going to take a picture of that headstone. I'm going to take a picture of these people in white t-shirts against this fence on the outside of a graveyard. Look and then I'm going to put it in black and white and then it's going to be a cover of a band <laughs> for a CD. I feel so attacked. <laughs> I thought you were going to say understood. Same. <laughs> if I can find the picture that literally is that in black and white that I took, I will attach it to this episode. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if I have it digitally because it was filmed. But I'm going to look at it. <laughs> so, um, when I went to Mary Washington, Mary Washington is in Fredericksburg, Virginia, mm-hmm. which is a very historic town. Um, it's where George Washington built a house for his mother. It's uh, There's the Battle of Fredericksburg, which is part of the Civil War. There's a lot of like battles happen there. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot. So there's a lot of um, graveyards. And there's probably like seven around campus and a lot yeah there's a re like one of the big majors at mary washington is is uh historic preservation Mm. yeah yeah so i had a habit my first year there of just going on walks to clear my mind mostly because i didn't want to (laughs) be Uh, preface this <laughs> when I went to Mary Washington my my credits didn't transfer until after I got housing so oh. I'm basically a third year student and uh, they put me in freshman housing Oof. in a triple Oof. With, oh, no. with bunk beds oh, <laughs> oh man <laughs> and you one one guy was on crew team mm. <laughs> one guy was a little cross player and then there was me the theater major <laughs> oh my how fun so our time schedule was awful <laughs> yep <laughs> um anyway so i like to leave the room a lot <laughs> and take walks and clear my head so I would go there and study and things like that. So I always went to this one graveyard and I didn't know why. And then one day walking around, I started looking at headstones and like, this is where a battle happened. This is pretty cool. And I would sit down and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, when this wave of like enlightenment happens and you don't understand why. Yep. And I just always felt it going to the graveyard. I'm like, that's really strange, but it was a calming feeling. And you didn't, I just, for like the whole time I was at Mary Washington, I just called it my graveyard because I just went there to just sit and relax. Cut to last year, I go and visit my uncle, and he's like the family historian. And he, he starts going through, he wanted to go through my family history because of everything that happened to my father and, and he wanted 
<clears throat> make sure I was okay. But he gave me a whole family history of, of the Twinings. Wow. So I have come to find out that he has a saber from my great, 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 great uncle who was a sergeant for the Union Army in the Civil War. And he led the attack at the Battle of Fredericksburg. What? Yes. <laughs> wow. And <laughs> he said, yeah, this is about where it happens. It's on. I'm like, is it, was it on the top of a hill? He's like, yeah. I'm like, did the Union Army come down this hill and then take out a bunch of Confederates from the top? He's like, yeah, how'd you know that? I'm like, I've been there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is insane. So I that knew. That kind of stuff, like, oh, I don't know. It makes me feel, like, so weird. Mm-hmm. Like, detached from, like, just this normal life and like also hyper existing in like a lot of different places at once it's super it's like that it's like that feeling you get in your stomach like when you're falling mm-hmm. it's like that that's what that kind of thing feels like to me when you're like oh 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 you're like wait what yeah <laughs> so that was um that's the graveyard story <laughs> that's crazy mm-hmm and it was I, <laughs> just, it, it, I don't know. Like, ugh. Remember how we talked yesterday about how you're psychic? <laughs> yeah. So that's what I was going to say. It's like, there's this feeling. So when Britt and I first started recording this episode, like before you joined in, we were talking about how that feeling of like going into a place that is abandoned, that like anxiety that turns into mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something else in the middle. And it's not just like excitement, adrenaline. Like, this is so fun. It's like, for me, and I think probably for her too, just based on like, what we were talking about, that like, it's, it's unknowing. Like, it's being able to kind of like go through time and put your hands on something, or like, have some connection with a moment that isn't there anymore, and know it in a way that like, people don't know. Like, nobody has been in that church since the 90s. Nobody has put their hands on that, like, newspaper clipping. Which also, ironically, when we look back at the photos, had, like, five people in it, and three of them had X's across their yeah. throats. So, who, I mean, who knows what that was like. But Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it's, like, one of or those that, things like, where I think sometimes, I'm like, well, like, I'm just sitting here, and what if I was showing someone, like, oh, I know this person, this person, this person. Right. So I just put a mark on it, but then you leave that for years, and someone makes up their own history for it or their own story, you know, because you don't know right. what it could be. I think I think most of history is like that, and that's always been, like, kind of my philosophy about, like, the Mayan calendar and how, like, it just ended, and people were like, that's when the world's going to end, and I was, like, my position was always, no, like, maybe they were just done making it. Like, <laughs> why do they have to make it one million years in the future? Mm-hmm. Also, maybe it was a prank. <laughs> maybe they're like, this is really going to this is really gonna fuck with someone someday. But, like, different places like that have different vibes. So, like, if you had been in that graveyard and felt that felt that feeling, but it was, like, 
threatening it's different it does something different mm-hmm. like, we went in like after that initial like reservation we went into that church but after that initial reservation we did not go into that house right and yeah. you have to kind of ask yourself like what why like it's easy to be like oh you know i'm psychic because i have this vibe and i feel like that sometimes i definitely feel like and it is true in most of the members of my family like the whether it's that we just pay more attention or i don't know i don't you know it's definitely something that i feel tuned into like Mm -hmm. oh i just don't have a good feeling or i have a really good feeling i don't always know how that's going to manifest but i try to listen to that and i can't think of a time where i've ever been like wrong right (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean i know everything before it happens and there have definitely been situations where like most of these stories that we're telling were totally reckless and probably dangerous and we are lucky but never in any of those circumstances that i feel like i should not be here right like it definitely wasn't the same feeling as the guy in the elevator (laughs) where i like felt Mm -hmm. scared for my life and safety I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It's weird. And like, it's the little hairs on the back of your neck. It's like when you smell something familiar, but there's no explanation for why it's there or you like, this is something that Tyler and I talk about a lot. So if you've ever read Stephen King, then you know about like what it means when a place is thin. Mm -hmm. But the best way I guess to explain that is like where you're somewhere that feels like you could cross over into another dimension if you believe in that, or it just feels like out of place. Right. Like back in time or super silent or super removed. And it just feels like strange. And Angela and I talked about it a lot too. Like we'll, where it's a day where like everyone looks familiar. So if you're out at the store, it's like everyone looks vaguely like someone, you know, or everything that happens kind of feels like it's happened before you have deja vu. Mm-hmm. Like those kinds of things are like, besides abandoned like history are the number one thing that I try to focus on or like hold on to when they happen because I don't know I think there's something to it the same way that like there was something to that graveyard for you beyond just like oh it was peaceful any graveyard can be peaceful but there's like a genetic tie there for you right which you didn't even know about but you can feel it somehow Mm -hmm. I don't know I just think it's cool yeah, and it's and spooky. <laughs> well, we'll get in once we start getting into like we'll talk about supernatural kind kind of things. I'll talk about uh-huh. it. I'll talk about another graveyard. <laughs> I think I think we should maybe plan on next week if you're up for it or whoever else wants to um, talking about like some supernatural encounters because <laughs> I've just been thinking about that a lot this week like just weird things that have happened that I don't have explanations for and I know I'm not the only one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what else what else do we have to do in quarantine besides sit around and think about all the strange <laughs> shit that happened to us that we can't explain yeah <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do you want to tell us your gun story? So the gun story. <laughs> so in in the year two thousand three, <laughs> I got a ticket, and it's, it turns out we I got five tickets to a show that's probably one of the best shows I've ever seen. And it was Thursday, thrice, 
Nice. And the opener, Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing. Yes. So this is right after um, War All the Time comes out for Thursday. It's right after Artists in the Ambulance comes out for Thrice. And um, Coheed had just released In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth. Yes. So big. <laughs> it's like craziness <clears throat> anyway so back in the early 2000s Norfolk was not the best city <laughs> 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 and when we go to the Norva there you would just park at the mall and then walk across the street so oh, I referenced this uh, in before on one of the podcasts of it's one of those times where I asked my mom, I'm like, hey, can I borrow your Suburban? She's like, sure. I was like, cool. I'm going to Norfolk, and I'm taking five other guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're, going to, we're going to a concert. I'll be back at like 2 a.m. Yep. <laughs> On a Perfect. school night. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, whatever. The best time. Yeah. And so the show is awesome. Uh Power goes out on Coheed, and then it comes back on. They're like in the middle of a song, and, they, <laughs> and they're like, "Well, <laughs> I guess we need to stop now." And then the power comes back, um, and Thrice played a lot of Artists in the Ambulance. They also played stuff from they played like uh, Deadbolt and and Thursday. I mean, they played uh, this song brought to you by a falling bomb. And the entire crowd went silent, and Jeff sang it basically a cappella, and you could hear him throughout the whole without the mic on. That's cool. Yeah. So, show ends. It's wonderful. It's amazing. We all hop in the car. I can't find the directions to get back to the bridge. From It's like three turns, and I've been, I can't <laughs> find them. Oh, and also, let's no map everyone, quest on like, your phone. No, there is no maps. On yeah, there's no. Phone. This is when you printed yeah. out the map quest directions. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I kept those in the car, and I couldn't find them. And <clears throat> so we're driving around Norfolk. Oh boy. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Great. This is this is like the hood. <laughs> <laughs> To put it lightly. <laughs> so I pull into this gas station and my one buddy in the car is like, hey, let's ask this guy. And I pull into this gas station. There's no other cars around. There's like one guy as the attendant. And then out of nowhere, I'm in the driver's seat and my buddy's trying to talk to the attendant. And then out of nowhere, I see in my rearview mirror another guy walking up to the oh. car. Oh no! <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, what's with that other guy?" And then he gets about ten feet from the car, and this kid in the back, Josh, just goes, "He's got a gun!" And I peel <laughs> on the gas oh, and whip out of this gas station. No, I have. I didn't even look to see if there's other cars. Like, I just whip out of there. Oh, 
and we finally get onto the bridge and we're like, holy shit. Oh my God. Ah, ah. Our adrenaline's rushing. This is, we're like, this is crazy. Holy, we're almost fucking died. Oh my God. And then halfway through the bridge tunnel, the kid in the back, Josh, just starts cracking up. Your kid. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm just messing with you guys. He didn't have a gun. We're like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> and, and I'm driving what? and I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You, you asshole. I could have killed us all, you stupid son of a bitch. Ah, I'm like screaming at him. <laughs> Seriously, again, how, how did we <laughs> It's amazing you found your way to the bridge, though. Well, we had the dir- – I mean, we just – we we followed the direction because <laughs> we spent enough – we spent, the no, like, at least a minute there just to get the directions from the guy. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So I whipped it <laughs> right out and just – Oh, my just, gosh. It was – and it, it wasn't – it's not – it's a suburban. So, like – it's not a car. <laughs> it doesn't whip very well. It's not easy to whip. <laughs> but it, it, it's got some power behind it. And you're just like, ugh. Oh, my God. So, um, that reminded me of a story that I, we're going we're gonna to leave our listeners with. We um, all survived, by the way. This was, that, this Good. Was, I, I, for me, um, this was accidentally reckless. This wasn't like a oh I'm gonna I'm gonna do something crazy and wind up in danger. So when I was at Towson, I was in a sign language class, mm-hmm. and as one of our assignments, we had to go to Gallaudet College for an event. Right. And we were given very specific instructions: do not get off the train at the Gallaudet stop because you have to walk and it's a bad neighborhood. Mm-hmm get off at whatever other stop and you're closer and it's a safer walk. It's just in the other direction. Instead of going North, you're going to be South or whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, it was very specific at the time. The girl that I was going with was very focused on her grades. And so was I, but like she was very focused on her grades. So we go, mm-hmm. she gets anxious that we're not going to be able to, find it or we can't or we missed the stop we were supposed to get off i don't know whatever happened we get off at the gallaudet stop instead right and it's like 5 p.m 5 30 p.m the sun is going down okay so we're walking for like four blocks we're lost again no smartphones and we're in like a neighborhood that feels very industrial mm-hmm. to 17 18 19 year old girls i don't know she was probably she was probably 18 i was 19 um i'm five foot three and she's short oh boy (laughs) and we're just we're just walking (laughs) and a cop a cop car drives by and like two minutes later drives by again oh (laughs) and the cop looks at us and like puts down his window and goes what are you doing (laughs) and we were like uh, we're trying to get to Gallaudet, whatever. And he was like, you might want to get back on the train. This is not the place for you, basically. Right. Is what he said. And we're like, <laughs> okay. We're like, okay, thanks. We'll do that. So then he drives away and I go, 
let's go. And she's like, I'm not going to fail this assignment. And I was like, I'm literally not walking any further. There's a train station right there. I'm going to get back on the train and I'm going to go back to school. I'm not doing this. It's not worth it to me. And she was like, I can't fail this assignment. I said, okay, um, I'm not going. (laughs) So we did eventually go back to the train and we did go back to school, but never in my life have I ever been in the neighborhood where a cop drove by me, drove by me again, like profiling me going, you don't belong here. (laughs) Um, Hello, tiny white women. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> like, we put you in the back of the car and take you to the train station then? Yeah, but I mean, the train station was literally okay. right there. Um, we had walked far enough that we were at another stop. Saying. So I agree. And I was like, well, okay. Like, that was enough for me and it wasn't enough for her. And I was like, nah, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to. That was one of those moments where, like, my intuition was like, leave. <laughs> leave leave and I had already felt that way and I was like I don't know like maybe we should just go back to the train she was like no it's gonna be fine we're fine we're fine we're fine we're fine (laughs) and then like the universe was like I'm sending you a police officer because you aren't listening get out of here and then we did stupid children (laughs) (laughs) um my best advice is you know if you're gonna be impulsive and reckless and do these things and wind up with these great stories to tell on our podcast later please listen to your intuition and don't get killed (laughs) that yeah that would be great great advice stay sexy and don't get murdered (laughs) (laughs) yeah like like we we do not promote or take any liability for anything you may or may not do because you listen to the stories that we tell but like if you're gonna go out and like go Ghost hunting or like spelunking. I don't know. Like, don't just I listen to your find some gems. Pack and never go alone. And water. Never go alone. Wear Make boots. Your bone. Wear boots. Oh. Oh my. My goodness. <laughs> this has been this has been really fun. This has been fun. Um, Thanks for having me. Next week. Yeah, you okay. can come anytime. Next week, I want to talk about oh, supernatural Lord. stuff. Brittany, do you have any supernatural stories you want you to share? You want me to preface wanna... it by saying yeah. I was in a cult or do you? <laughs> yes. I was in a cult. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk about yeah. that okay, a little cool. bit. Some of the, that weird supernatural stuff. Um, I'm going to talk about a couple of like ghost encounters I may or may not have had. I can, I can um, talk about uh, Nantucket's being haunted. Oh, okay, great. perfect. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm really liking this. I can... um, Tyler. Tyler keeps saying, "Hey, when like restaurants open back up, I want to go to Nantucket's. I want to try it. Whatever." And I'm going to tell him that first. He'll never go. He'll be so scared. <laughs> he'll go, but he'll be really, um, really cranky about it. Yeah, I. I messed with the bus boys, and I, um, I summoned the ghost one time. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, good. But I'll tell that story uh, next week. Awesome. <laughs> Um, maybe, maybe I'll also tell the ghost story that got me in trouble in elementary school. Oh, yeah, school. you're a jerk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. Mm. So I think, um, I had kind of talked to a couple of my writer friends who all have some supernatural stories. I might have one of them pop on for a few minutes cool. to tell a story because there are a couple really interesting ones. Um, yeah, so that's what we're going to, that's what we're going right, to do. All right, awesome. Perfect. All right. All right. Well, this has been fun, and we'll talk Alrighty. again soon. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>